Let me just eliminate all of the white noise for They're you. They're counting on you not understanding what this is all about. They want to create conflict. They want to create this chaos. They want you to be stupid. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Waldman. Yeah, I'm a threat because I'm telling you what the Constitution says. And Max McGuire. The flak is the heaviest when the bomber is right above the target about to open the bomb bay doors. And now the Conservative Daily Podcast is on the air. Welcome back to another edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Max McGuire. Joe is on his way. He is en route. A couple minutes out. We want to get started on time. And people noticing, you might be noticing if you're watching the video version, I'm again wearing a Hawaiian t-shirt. Why am I wearing a Hawaiian t-shirt? Because Joe Biden's on vacation. And I like to channel that energy every chance I get. I'm going to run out of Hawaiian t-shirts. And we do have some images of Joe Biden from his vacation. And they're pretty much exactly what you would expect. Joe Biden walking his puppy on the beach with his wife, all thrice vaccinated, yet they're wearing masks alone on the beach. Ms. Bruce, let's put up image number three. This is Biden walking his new puppy on the beach, thrice vaccinated, boosted, Alone, outdoors, wearing a mask. Go to image four. Image number four. Oh, Jill Biden took her mask off. That's bad, Jill Biden. That's bad. What are you doing there, Jilly? <laughs> Biden keeping it on. And we go to image five. Biden again, wearing his mask. Listen, I, I, don't, I don't knock him for going to the beach with the puppy. That sounds like a lot of fun. But I cannot think of a single scientist, a single expert that recommends that you wear a mask when you are alone on the beach. I, 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 that's not following the science. There's, there's no science. This is, this is just, come on, this is, this is propaganda photos at this point. Who in their right mind wears a mask alone for a walk on the beach? Thrice vaccinated, boosted, outdoors. I don't quite get it. <clears throat> we are going to be doing a year in review of Joe Biden. Keep pushing off because there's so much damn stuff to cover. Every time I think I have prepared everything, I realize there's more clips I have to pull. So that's going to start tomorrow. Tomorrow, Thursday, we'll have two days, four episodes. We'll cover a quarter, an episode. So you're going to want to make sure you tune in for that. Going through everything Joe Biden has done terrible. If we can find anything he's done well, we'll do it covering many of the gaffes, many of the stupid things that he said at his town halls, at his very limited number of press events. So you want to tune in for that. That's going to be Thursday through Friday, an end-of-the-year recap. But just as a little teaser, we do have a year in review, Joe Biden's year in photos, if we put up image number two, Mr. Producer. This pretty much sums up Joe Biden's year. <laughs> We got him falling down on the stairs. We got him doing that weird moment where he clasps his hands and looked down during a, a press event, checking his watch when the, fallen, when the fallen soldiers from Afghanistan were being returned, sniffing a child. Yeah, people might think that Joe Biden has avoided sniffing a child given all the mask mandates, but no. Joe has found a way to sniff some children this year. He fell asleep at the United Nations. 
holding up his hands like he's Cornholio. The TikTok that he did with the Jonas Brothers, where he made that insane face. Him getting Let's Go Brandon live on television at Nor for the NORAD calling. And, of course, the photo from just the other day of him going on vacation after proclaiming that there is no federal solution to COVID-19. So a little, a little teaser of what to expect when we do our year in review. We're going to try and leave no stone unturned. There's lots. I mean, looking at this, you might have forgotten about some of these moments. Who could forget about Joe Biden falling up the stairs, though? That, that's definitely, definitely a big one. So Joe is going to be on shortly. He's just caught in a little traffic. And after this, FEC United is going to be doing a telethon, I believe 24 hours. I don't know when I'm on. I emailed them asking when I'm on. Um, we'll, we'll figure that out. I'll be on at some point in the day. But they have a bunch of big guests lined up throughout the day. And as a result, we won't be doing an evening episode of the podcast tonight. Oh, I know. Sad. But they are doing a telethon, so we're going to let them run with it because they use the same studio. And we'll be back tomorrow with new episodes that year in review. So make sure you, you stay tuned. It's going to be broadcasting on all of our channels, I believe, on, on DLive, on, on Rumble. So make sure you check that out. They're going to have a lot of really, really good guests. And if you can, do donate to them. So let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and play this clip because oh, we're waiting for Joe. This is a pretty crazy clip, and I want to show. You, we all know that these people exist, right? We all know that the craziness exists in the left. Here is an MSNBC anchor bragging about how she is a Tony Fauci fangirl. Miss Bruce, we got that clip. That is uh, da, 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 da. that's cut number one. Let's play cut one. Pieces. Yeah, I mean, Jason, you see how difficult this is for this administration. I mean, I'm a, I'm a Fauci groupie. I'm a thrice vaccinated mask adherent. I buy KN95 masks, buy the, you know, caseload. They're in every pocket. I wear them everywhere except when I sit down. And I am certain that this is not a variant I can outrun. And, and I wonder where you think the sort of conversation is heading at this moment. Jason. All right, cut it. Thrice vaccinated, she buys N95s by the caseload, but she says she wears a mask everywhere except when she sits down. Huh. I assume she's talking about sitting down at a restaurant because we, we've covered the science on this, right? Respiratory viruses are incapable of infecting you once you sit down and put silverware in your hand getting ready to eat, right? We, we've covered this. Once you sit down at a restaurant, the virus can't hurt you. <laughs> But it's funny the way she says, oh, I wear my mask everywhere, except for when I sit down. Except for when I sit down. Incredible. Incredible. So the main topic of the show today is Donald Trump unloading on Joe Biden. And that's exactly what he did. He released a huge, huge press release covering all of Joe Biden's failures as it relates to COVID-19. So we're going to go through that. We have eight. It ends up being eight screenshots. It's a long, long um, diatribe Donald Trump going after Joe Biden. But before we do, got to remind you, this podcast is sponsored by the Conservative Daily Store. Head over to store.conservative-daily.com. Pick up your In Dire Distress t-shirt. This is one of the best-selling t-shirts of the year. You're only supposed to put the American flag upside down when you are in dire distress. Well, we as a nation are in dire distress. 
So pick up your In Dire Distress t-shirt now at store.conservative-daily.com. Wear it proudly and you use it as a conversation starter because people are going to come up to you and ask why it's upside down, and that's an opportunity to red pill them. So again, head to store.conservative-daily.com and pick up your In Dire Distress t-shirt today. Okay, let's go ahead and uh, <clears throat> put up my screen again. We're going to go through this. This is Donald Trump. Put my screen. Let's make sure everyone can read it. Um, this is Donald Trump's year in review. Joe Biden's COVID-19 disasters. He says, one year in, Joe Biden is a failed president who has surrendered to the virus and broken his number one promise to the American people to end the pandemic once and for all. A record of complete and total failure, Joe Biden has handed every tool, was handed every tool he could have asked for by President Trump. Three vaccines, five-plus life-saving therapeutics, vast quantities of medical and personal protective equipment, a full array of testing options for COVID, at-home tests, rapid tests, PCR tests, none of which have existed before, as well as a full year of data, study, and scientific knowledge. And despite all this, Biden has failed so badly that more people died in 2021 than died in all of 2020. So... Come at them with the facts. How you doing, Max? Hey, how's it going? Good. I had some stuff that um, I had to get prepared for our 24-hour telethon. That's not a telethon, though, is it? It's a, it's a podcast-on, I guess. Telethon. Anyway. So, uh, you know, I, I actually listened to this part of the podcast that I was trying to walk in, and I had it up on the screen, and, you know... So I, I want to talk about this because I think it's the, it's the 500,000-pound gorilla in the room. You know, and, and I, I, will not equiv- I, I will not start this off by saying I 100% will support President Trump in every way, shape, and form. That's not the way I work, right? So life is more complicated than that. There are things that I disagree with that President Trump did. There's, there's nothing that Biden has done that I agree with. So I guess you could say that... <laughs> um, but as I go through this and we start talking about the many people that died in 2021, um, you know, last night I, I was watching a video that somebody sent to me of Fauci talking in March of 2020 about the trials that they were doing, understanding that this virus came from China, that they knew that it came from China back in uh, October and November, and they had isolated um, the uh, sequence for the virus. And so they, they had the first test, which was 45 people. And in that, and I'll see if I can find it to send it over to you, Mr. Producer, in that, he talks about the dangers of putting a, a vaccine out there that could actually complicate the virus itself and make it more de- deadly and more dangerous. And, you know, y- you can look at this. I'm not a science person, but I, d- I do like to read a lot about this stuff. And if, if you look at what's happened with the variants and the people that are dying that got the vaccine and got the booster, it would appear that that might be an argument, is that we should have never gone to a vaccine to begin with, right? That, that the vaccine was, was a mistake, that you're trying to overcompensate for a virus you know nothing about, you don't know how deadly it is, you, you aren't using prophylactics, which they found out were highly effective. You've, you've let the mainstream media and the big tech create this chaos and take down any sort of thought leadership that led in a different direction that was different, that was different than what their narrative was in the government. And as a result, now we're dealing with a much more complex virus with more variants that maybe would have been the same. I mean, the Omicron uh, variant seems like it's the natural progression of the virus itself. But in the middle, 
you have this, this playing with, with science, playing with, with effectively mankind, and developing something that is a synthesized vaccine that, frankly, now they're admitting didn't do anything, but more importantly, could have led to the death of millions of people. And I, I think that we could have taken a much more measured approach way back in 2020 and said, let's explore every option. Let's throw the kitchen sink at it. But no side did that. You had, you had, you had, you had doctors that did it and that were chastised and had their licenses removed who threw the kitchen sink at it. But you didn't have the community, the medical community, rally around trying to save lives. And they did the opposite. And so, I, I mean, I, I look at this and I go that there's more deaths. Yeah, there's more deaths. But let's talk about it from a scientific standpoint. And that everyone failed the American people here, including President Trump. Because we didn't take a measured approach and we did not allow. We could have put out something that said, look, the executive order could have come out in 2020 that said, as a doctor, you have a right to throw the kitchen sink, everything, throw everything at this virus to save patients. Ivermectin, HCQ, hydroxychloroquine. They did originally. They did originally. And then what? And then, they, and then the mainstream media and the radical left came out and said, oh, it doesn't work. Even though you had a doctor testifying in Congress that said this is really the miracle drug. And yet they took that down. There was no doubling down on truth on either side. And so we failed the American people 100% in that respect. Look, I am not anti-President Trump. And I will always call him President Trump. And literally, I got in this fight, not just for President Trump, but I got in for the American people. And they're the ones that are suffering. They're the ones that are suffering through all of this. They're the ones that, look, I have 8, 9, 10, 12, 15 people that I know that have died of, of COVID. I shouldn't know 15 people that died in a given year. Yet, yet here we are. Here we are. There is no courage on either side of the aisle. The courage that I, that I hear is from people like Jim Jordan, who stand up. Not from some clown down in Texas, who, who frankly, hmm. Talk about Dan Crenshaw? Crenshaw. I, I just, I, I look at this and I see what President Trump is doing, and I agree with him that he's hammering him. But enough is enough. The American people just want, they want truth. They want, they want this, this, this madness to stop. They want to get to a place where we, we start talking about sensibilities and not attacking each other. There, there is symptoms for what has happened. In the, these are all symptoms, by the way, of what's happened in this country. And those symptoms are a stolen election. Everything else is just window dressing. Major crime out the, out the window, things that are happening all over the country. All of those things are symptoms of the problem that we have had faulty and unfair elections for decades. And they just have sped it up. But now we, we, have, we have people, Max. We have people that, wanna, that, that come in the door saying one thing. We are going to go after these machines. We are going to have free and fair elections. We're going to get back to, to putting sensible people, not installing people in positions. We're going to do that. That are now over here talking about crime rate in, in Los Angeles. Or I'm going to run for office. How do you run for office in a fraudulent system? Unless you actually get them to, to, to do what? What do, you, what do you get to accomplish 
if you enter the race in a fraudulent race, if you don't fix the problem. And we're not talking about a problem, by the way, Max, that just serendipitously showed up. It's not like COVID just showed up. It showed up in an election year. It wasn't a mistake. It wasn't a mistake. They were talking about it back in 2019. Yet we, we act like we're, they act like we're stupid. They act like we're dumb. They act like we, we can't do anything about it. Oh, if you do, we'll come after you. Well, come after me. But well, let's start talking about think, truth. That's why I think this bit, and we have a lot. I mean, there's a lot of that in here. There's eight different pages of this. That's why this, this release from Trump is so important because he is laying out truth. I mean, right here, he says, by Biden's own standard, he should be removed from office. During the second presidential debate on October 22nd, Biden said 220,000 Americans are dead. Anyone who's responsible for that many deaths should not remain as president of the United States. Since Biden took office, 400,000 Americans have died from or I'll add, or with COVID-19. After Biden prematurely declared victory over the virus earlier this year, daily average cases have increased nearly 1,700%. Over 27 million Americans have been infected with the coronavirus on Joe Biden's watch, and there are now an average of 243,000 new coronavirus cases every day, nearly three times the seven-day rolling average on Election Day 2020, and it's going higher. There are more than 70,000 people hospitalized, tens of thousands more than on Election Day. The test positivity rate is higher today than at any point since April 2020 and more than double the rate on Election Day. And the White House is now preparing, projecting a winter of severe illness and death. So you see, what, what Trump is putting out here is everything that the media would be running with if he was in office. But the problem I mean, these would is, be Max, in the CNN I, Chiron. I, I agree. It would be in the CNN Chiron. And instead, you have the American people that are waking up to the fact that everyone is fighting with everyone else on both sides, and chaos is ensuing again. And chaos favors evil. It favors evil. It doesn't favor us as people. And we'll sneak through another bill. They got another bill that is in Congress right now for another $840 million for some other country that I've never even heard of. I mean, it's, this is crazy. It's crazy because we haven't settled in on any leadership. If President Trump wants to come out and talk about all these things, the President Trump needs to step to the front and start talking about this election seriously and start talking about the problems and clearing the way, not rhetoric. And again, I support President Trump, but now I'm calling for leadership. Where's the generals? Where are the people at the front that are saying this is what we need to do? I'm doing it. It's one of the reasons why they shoot at FEC, is we're so successful. And we're successful because we do, we don't talk about doing. And we just have to start doing more. We have to start doing and directing people and giving them back hope. We have nine months. And by the way, the primaries start in March. What happens in March when they steal primaries and put the weakest candidate in positions? Just like they have open uh, primaries for Republicans and Democrats. Democrats can vote for Republicans in a Republican primary. It's the easiest way to actually defraud a system. It's easy. Yet we let it happen. We let it happen because common sense is not so common these days. Because chaos ensues and you can't see the forest through the trees. And so I look at this stuff, Max, and I read it. I read it up, down, and, and I looked at it and I was like, this is all true. Now what? What do we do with it? It's like walking us to a cliff and saying, oh, no, just jump off. Nothing left to see here. Well, no, I mean, th there, there's, a, there's a point where you have to call out Joe Biden's failures. I mean, 
we you can do I both. Agree. I agree. You, you can do both, right? You have you have to point out the failures. You have to educate people so that they turn on him. What few people are still left supporting Joe Biden? We talked about thirty six percent support. What few people are left? You got to get them. There's still independents out there who say they would rather vote for Biden than than any than any of any opponent. So we, we have to get this information out there, and that's why Trump released it. He didn't release this for us. Right? He didn't release this for you or me or people watching this in particular. He reached this so that we can educate, I mean, our other people, but also educate ourselves so we can then go out and evangelize, for lack of a better word, to teach, teach the general public just how bad this has been because the media is lying to them. And, Joe, you mentioned countries that you've never even heard of. We are now number three on Apple Podcasts, political podcasts in Cape Verde, which is a small island off of the west coast of Africa. Um, not quite sure how that happened, but it happened. And this is a little strange, Joe. We are 173rd in China. In China. I don't do this for rankings or people. I, I don't, I don't, I mean, and I'm saying that because I don't care. One person, you five care. people, a million. I don't care. I don't. You ask, I, you ask me for the rankings all the time. <laughs> I ask you for the rankings because they, they, <laughs> they try to shadow ban us. And so people can't get to it. I constantly get stuff that comes over that people are like, Joe, I can't get to your podcast. I can't get to your podcast. And I'm like, all right, let me see what I can do. Max, where are we? I mean, I have friends that, that give us reviews, and they're like, Joe, my review doesn't even show up. I'm like, okay, yeah. don't worry about it. So this is Apple Podcast. We are literally, they're suppressing truth. They don't want me to speak. They don't want you to speak. They don't want us on the air. It's too common sense. I mean, it, it makes too much sense to people. Why would, you want, why would you want us to be on the air? I would never want us on the air. Oh, no, heck, heck no. Why, why, why have us on the air? Because all we do is give people an opportunity to look at what true north is. And our true north right now is the election integrity issue of 2020. And it's not going to solve itself. And, and I've issued a challenge to anyone, anyone, anyone in the media. Show me it's been debunked. Show me. Show me. You guys talk about the fact that the election fraud was debunked. Show it to me. I want to see it. I want to see it. I will literally denounce everything, except for the fact that I was on that call with Eric Coomer, because I was, except for the fact that he's a, a raging I don't know. I guess you could call him Satanist. He has a Satan tattoo on him. But skinhead, drug addict, who, by the way, just happened to get out of, out of going to jail, possibly going to jail, and ended up working on 50% of the elections for the American people? Come on. You know what? I will denounce, I will denounce everything. Show me it's been debunked. Show me. And I will show you the algorithms. I will show you the system architecture. I will show you the actual factual data that support it. Math, science, uh, math and science, behavior, tech, and law. Because all of it was violated. All of it. And they can't move fast enough for this HR1. They can't. And we talked about last week what's going to happen with HR1. Did we not, Max? That they're going to push on it on January 17th and make Martin Luther King, make Martin Luther King's, Martin Luther King Day, the day that they actually press into and use him as a mule to usher in communism. Because that's what H.R. 1 does. Communism. It federalizes the elections and it makes accountability impossible. No one gets to look at the vote. That's what it means. 
Oh, I'm well, fired I mean, up. Yeah, I, I think that that is expected, right? But, and, and already we're seeing it, right? So if we, let me just put this up real quick. This is Martin Luther Jing, King Jr.'s family. Yeah. Is now saying I told that you. there can be no celebration of Martin Luther King Day without action on voting rights legislation. Now, they've been pushing this for a while. And, and here, this picture is Martin Luther King III speaking at the March on Washington and voting rights. Um, which was back in August. So they do this regularly. But they're going to try and make this seem like it is organic, like it is spontaneous, like it's, it's, like, it's a, spontaneous, a like it's a flash mob. Like it's a flash mob. That's exactly what they're going to try and make it seem like. They're, it's going to be Benghazi all over again. And it's going to be violence. And there's going to be pissed, people pissed off. And then the legislators are going to say, oh, we have, to, we have to vote for this and we have to do it because there's violence. You're going to have the John Roberts scenario happen all over again. It's pathetic. It's pathetic that we're actually even in this position as a country, and it's pathetic the fact that we, ha we don't have leaders that are standing up saying, this is where you go and this is what you do. But we do it at FEC United, and they shoot at us all day long, call us militia members. We're not militia members. We're Americans. We're parents. We're people in the community that gave up everything. For what? For what? For leaders to walk around and talk about the fact that, I don't know, I, I, Shit that doesn't matter. Sorry, Mr. Producer, I shouldn't have used that word. Sorry, just so you guys know, uh, Mr. Producer has to go through and do... Matter. Sorry, Mr. Producer. Sorry. Yeah, he has to bleep it. He has to bleep it. He has to bleep it. Uh, well, th so this, this bit from Trump, he, t he talks about what we talked about yesterday and the day before, the no federal solution, and he brings up that on November 13, 2020, Joe Biden lied about the Trump administration's COVID record, saying that this, this crisis demands a robust and immediate federal response, which has been woefully lacking, pointing out that he, he said he was going to fix it federally and now admits that he can't. And then going down on all the different ways he promises to shut down the virus and not the country, but instead he shut down the country and surrendered on the virus, shutting down the schools, shutting down flights, trying to ban unvaccinated Americans from domestic air travel ordering private employers to, to fire unvaccinated Americans at their jobs, forcing hospitals, he didn't write this, but forcing hospitals to fire nurses and doctors. And, and how Joe Biden can't even get, get his story straight, saying that if you are vaccinated, you can't get the virus, spread the virus, don't need to wear a mask, and then flip-flopping again. No, it's, 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 all, it's all true. And I get it. It feels like we are... We are just a broken record at this point because we've covered most of these things. But these are the facts that need to get out to people because the, the step, I mean, we, we ask ourselves time and time again, what is it going to take to get people in the streets? What is it going to take people to get off their butts to, to stop focusing on comfort and actually fighting for what they believe in, what's necessary? You have to convince them that, hey, it's worthwhile to fight for and that the guy in power is not just a tyrant, but he's, a, he's an idiot. He's a fool, and he hasn't done a thing that he promised to do. So you have to, you have to cross that hump, right? You have to cross that line. And in order to do that, you have to educate. People aren't going to get out and march in the streets if they don't know what they're marching against, which is crazy. I mean, they should, but many people don't. It, it is, and, and it says here, President Trump invested billions in therapeutic development and manufacturing as part of Operation Warp Speed. So that's part of it that I do agree with. And by the way, those that are on the audio version, we're actually looking at the, um, the actual press release that President Trump 
uh, put up. Look, I, 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 I believe, and, and I'm not an expert in science. I'm not an expert in science. I, I, I depend on other doctors to tell me, and so I ask a lot of questions because I'm a, I'm a student of knowledge. I love knowledge. I love learning new things. But the, the more that I get into the things about the, the, you know, COVID and everything else, I go back to, again, the, the, the thing that I said this morning, which is we lack, we lack any structure that, that, is, that, is the founda- that foundationally sits on law and order and accountability. There's no accountability. If we trace this back to China, I don't care how painful it is for the American people. We should cut off China. I don't care how painful it is for us. Oh, well, we, we'll have to keep our cars for longer. Okay, let's reset it because that will affect them as well. Let's suffer a little bit in order to make sure that we actually reset the accountability that, that has to happen globally. Let's bring back jobs, manufacturing jobs, chip jobs, things that here that are higher paying wages. Let's get back to an educational standard in our country that does not include critical race theory or things while they fall down on the fact that they're teaching people that they can't even read. This reminds me, by the way, of Roman times where people were not allowed to learn to read because it would educate them too much as to what was really going on. Same thing happened in Germany in the 1940s, and the same thing is happening right now. The same thing. They are making our children stupid, and they are indoctrinating them and training them. So I, I appreciate all this stuff about COVID, but again, let's get back to the, 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 the core of this. Where did it come from, Max? You're muted. And now you're going. Sorry, I said China. 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 That's where it came yeah. from. But that's, that's what they're So we, we, I mean, we can breeze yeah. through it. We don't have to spend the whole time talking about this. Well, let's go. I mean, let's you can find it. this. You can find this You, you know what I'm going to refocus on? Because what I'm concentrated on is. I know, I know. Fraudulent I know. elections have I, consequences. I, I completely get that. I, but it, I we just we, we prepared this show, so let's let's get keep through going. it. It's the title of the show. <laughs> let's get through it, and then we can talk about. I mean, you're going to be on the air for 24 hours. You don't want to. You don't want to. You don't want to get through everything. Yeah. Right now, right. Yeah. So everyone, <laughs> I will be on the air some, 24 hours. Keep around in the you, chamber. It is a tele. It is a telethon for raising money for FEC United. We have never done it before. It's the first time we're going to do it. We'll have speakers that come in and out all day. I literally am going to be on the air, me or someone else at FEC, for 24 hours. 24 hours. I don't know if anybody's going to watch 24 hours. I hope not. <laughs> but the object is to raise enough money so that FEC can do the things it needs to do. Our goal is $3 million. We have a $3 million goal. We've got a couple of corporate sponsors that will call in. You'll be able to call in and uh, talk to me at 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see how many people are up at 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the morning that have insomnia. Um, but we're going to be doing it. My son will probably be up. I'll have him call in. Which that means you'll be up. You should get on, too, at like 3 in the morning. Not always. Not always. I'm not always up at 3 a.m. So I'm going to get Max, sometimes get Max he's up, up and for, at 3 a.m. Sometimes, sometimes he's up and me and my wife are sleeping, which is where it gets really, really confusing and dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> Wandering the house with us sleeping. Um, yeah, so... You talk about the testing failure, how Biden went out of his way to accuse Trump of failing at tests. And now here we are in the exact same position, actually worse than we were last year, of not having tests for people. Now, the tests, we've talked about them, the, the antigen tests, the PCR tests, they are not perfect. They have way too many false positives to possibly um, be used definitively. But we don't even have those. 
And Joe Biden said just this week, last week, that he wishes he would have known he needed more tests. Well, what, what the hell are we doing here? He literally spent 2020 criticizing Trump for not knowing that we needed more tests. And here he's been in office one year with Anthony Fauci as his chief medical advisor. And he crapped the bed. It's insane. It really is. And then talking about Europe and all the different countries that have better ways to test. You know, politicizing the vaccine. Yeah, go ahead. It is politicizing the vaccine. And who actually suffers for it? Who suffers for it? Kathy Cleary lost her sister and her, and her uh, I'm sorry, lost her niece and lost her sister is now taking care of her brother-in-law. Both of them, she, her sister, went to the hospital literally five, six, seven times. Three times being admitted, and on the third time died in the, in the hospital. Wouldn't do anything for her. Ah, go home. Sleep it off. Nothing we can do for you. No prophylactics. No care. Just this is all we can do for you. Get out. There is a disconnect between what is happening in our country right now and this acceptance of just mass death. Because that's what it is. It's an acceptance. It, it is warming us up to the idea that it's okay that people just die. It's okay that people die of taking a vaccine that is unproven. It's okay. Hey, just, it's, un, it's, it's an acceptable consequence. While they said way back in March of 2020 that we were trying to kill grandma. Save every life. Trying to kill grandma. It's, it, 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 it disgusts me that as a country, this is where we are. It disgusts me. Yeah, and, and that's where we get back to the, the conversation of informed consent. Listen, if, if people are in an age group or in have pre-existing conditions, comorbidities, that would make them catching COVID-19 likely a fatal event, likely if they caught anything it would be fatal, then the vaccine is probably for them. But you have to tell them all the side effects. You have to tell them all the risks. I mean, every medication on the market today, you run through, you watch a commercial, and it, they, have, they have to hire the speed reader at the end to fit all the side effects in before the end of the commercial so they can say that they gave everyone all the information. With these, you go to the, you go to the pharmacy. They don't give you the full, the full uh, packet. They don't. They give you the abbreviated version. And as we're seeing with Pfizer, Pfizer withheld information that they knew this was dangerous, particularly dangerous for pregnant mothers. So it's the lying bit of it. It's the, it's the withholding bit of it. The vaccine is the vaccine. If you want the vaccine, take the vaccine. Go for it, right? But you have to be informed. It should be a choice. When it is forced upon people and they're not even allowed to know what it's going to do to their body, right, and that is being deliberately withheld from them, that, that's medical tyranny. That's medical tyranny. But if you have people who are able to look at all of the research and decide for themselves that they want this, go for it. It's your right as a human being to do it. It's absolutely your right as a human being to do it. And the first people who politicized the vaccine were Democrats. Democrats were the one who politicized the vaccine. They were refusing to take it in, in September 2020. Kamala Harris said, I would not trust Donald Trump on the vaccine during the vice presidential debate the following month. Harris said, if Donald Trump tells us to take the vaccine, I'm not taking it. Biden falsely claimed that we didn't have a vaccine when he took office. 
I mean, now they want to take credit for it. So they're the ones who politicize this first. They're the ones who politicize this first. And if you ask yourself, what have they done to convince people to take it? Convince people on the fence or who are worried about side effects. What have they done? Have they done anything, Joe, other than shame them, other than scream at them, other than punish them? No, they're not trying to educate them. They're not admitting mistakes. They're not admitting that they withheld information. No, they are doubling down. And that's where the evil is. The evil isn't in the vaccine. Listen, the, the vaccine manufacturers, they are 100% evil in how they're pushing this thing. If it was voluntary and it was done with informed consent, then I don't have a problem with any of it. But that's not where we're at. We're, we're, we're at a point where you can be fired from your job unless you put something in your body you have no idea what it's going to do. But they want us to... They want us to... Uh just accept that, that, they're, that, that what they're telling us is true. Yet nothing that they've said up to this point is true. I mean, it, it seems silly, but can anybody remind me of when the government has ever done anything good for the people? I mean, the government, not the people, not the people standing up and finally saying, we've had enough, let's do this. But when the government has done something good for the people, the yeah, affordable, I mean, the, the there, there are instances. Where, where, tell me. Uh, I, I mean, an easy example would be after a huge natural disaster when FEMA rolls in and tries to help. I mean, that's, that's probably at the most basic level. Are they perfect? No. Do they make a lot of mistakes? Are they late sometimes? Yeah. Um, but just like on that basic level, that entire town gets destroyed by a tornado, and the next day FEMA's on the ground giving people food, shelter. I mean, that, that at its core – is government helping people, right? Once we get into the have you seen the homeless uh, problem? Stealing from you to give money to someone else, picking the winners and losers. That's where you're absolutely right. But on a, seen, on a on a go ahead. Have you seen the Have you seen the homeless problem? Yeah, have you seen that, the fact that they took problem. guns from the United States and they sold them to Mexico to come back and to kill Americans? Did you see yeah. what happened in Benghazi when they said that hey, that happened a long time ago? What difference does it make? Oh yeah, when my, if, when if, my you're, friend, if you're saying Chris Stevens was. If you're asking murder. in the totality, has, go has government helped people more than they've hurt people, you're, you're right. Like, it, it, taking all of, all of it combined, is it plus or minus? It's, it's, it's negative, right? Absolutely. Yeah. No, listen, I, I don't... Uh, I, I don't... I'm not saying that there aren't good people in government. I'm saying that government as a as a whole the institution of our government has a ethos has a culture that is not designed to help the american people it is self-serving and you can say that joe that's a cynical way to look at it at least if i can identify that if i can say that that's a problem i can solve that for that problem i can say the easiest way to solve for this problem is to cut the government in half let's start there and and the, what they didn't like about president trump is that he was moving the cheese <laughs> he was exposing things as he moved the cheese. He's like, oh, I'm going to cut out this, this part of the organization. And he's like, whoa, what do we got here? Fraud. Oh, my gosh. Why? Where is this money going? Perfect example, guys. And uh, probably an example that the mainstream media got pissed. They were building a new Air Force One, and they went to Boeing. And Boeing's like, it'll be $2 billion to build this airplane. Remember that, Max? Yeah, yeah. And he goes, $2 billion? I'll give you $700 million. 
He actually said that. I'll give you $700 million. I'm not giving you $2 billion. $2 billion is absurd. That plane's not worth $2 billion. And he goes, just cancel it. Yeah. And Boeing stock dropped because they're like, wow, someone's account- accountability. And they're like, oh, man, he's really holding us accountable. You can see why big tech and everyone else was having a problem because they saw it as, oh, my gosh, we're giving power back to the people? Oh, my gosh, we're holding ourselves accountable? A $2 billion bill for an airplane is too much? And remember, they settled in on somewhere around $850 million, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. They cut 60% off of the bill to build Air Force One. And you want to say we don't have a problem in government. We have a huge problem in government. You don't say that. But people say that. Well, no, the, pro- the problem is he saved like 1.1, 1.15, whatever it is, uh, billion dollars, right? Yeah. He saved that. Yeah. Where did that money go? It didn't. didn't come back to us. No. They didn't send every American man, woman, and child a, a check for $3.50. It got spent on something else. That's the problem. I mean, I mean, it, it, it's, it's like being in a rowboat that just got shot up by a machine gun. You stick your finger in one hole, and all of a sudden the water starts pouring in a different one. I mean, ha, how do you tackle a, a, a behemoth like this, a leviathan? How do you, how do you destroy the leviathan? When you, when you have a success story like we just cut over $1 billion, but then that probably just got funneled into USAID and, and sent abroad to help, I don't know, other countries, right? I mean, I mean like for every dollar saved, there's $2 wasted, without yeah. a doubt. And that was probably one of Trump's big successes when he went after reg- – when he did regulatory reform, requiring that for every new regulation, two regulations be dismantled, erased. So all of a sudden, the regulars say, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's make sure that these are good regulations we need rather than just throw, putting pen to paper and writing whatever we want. Yeah, so, so Trump goes on about this, the censorship, yeah. criticizing big tech and how Biden has embraced that, and then mentioning how Biden threw open America's borders in the middle of a global pandemic. It's true. I mean, the, <laughs> the gall to force Americans to get vaccinated or else they lose their jobs while simultaneously letting people in the country without any vaccine and giving them work permits. I mean, just think of the gall of that, Joe. Americans got fired for being unvaccinated at the same time that illegal aliens were allowed into the country unvaxxed and giving temporary work permits to work here. That happened simultaneously, like literally at the same time. This is, a, this is as far from America first as you can get. Almost 2 million illegal aliens from over 160 countries have crossed the southern border this year alone. The true number is higher than that. There's no vaccine mandate for illegal aliens crossing the border. There's no even vaccine option. (laughs) Biden is fighting to prevent American workers and American children from freely living their lives. I mean, bowing down to China. Joe, the lab that created the coronavirus is still operational. They are still experimenting with bat coronaviruses to this day. They are still receiving funding from the United States to this day. Nothing changed. No. Nothing changed. But, but that's what I talk about, the foundation of law and order and the fact that we don't have any accountability. Accountability is for thee, not for me. I mean, you have a, you have a Democrat governor that's doing the same thing. Flaunted, went to Costa Rica, 
Well, he was told that, hey, nobody should go to Costa Rica. There's a federal thing that said because of the outbreaks of COVID-19 in Costa Rica, you shouldn't go there. But a Democrat governor again said, hey, I'm going to go anyway. I'm taking my family. I'm going to Costa Rica because we're different. We're special. This is what I mean, that we're, we, we, have, we have no accountability in our country. And the only way to hold them accountable to is to Rica? punch them in the mouth. What's that? Who, who went to Costa Rica? Uh, I forgot. Here, let me, let me, give me a second. I'll get, I'll get it for you. All right. So Joe Biden is not holding China accountable. They're actually covering for China. As we covered, as we mentioned yesterday, um, Kamala Harris is now saying that no one is responsible for the COVID-19 pandemic, not even China. And then New the Jersey last governor, bit here. New Jersey governor Murphy. Oh, oh of course. Of course he went to Costa Rica. Your old hood. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Back in the day. Um, so talking about the different failures from the Biden administration, not investing in PPE, not investing in therapeutics. I mean, when was the last time you heard about therapeutics, Joe? Like, I, like when was the last time you, other than remdesivir, when was the last time you heard about it? You haven't heard about it. You haven't heard about it. Because they said the CDC and the FDA said there are no therapeutics. They literally said that. There's no therapeutics. There have to be. There have to be no therapeutics in order to give emergency youth authorization to Correct. their preferred drugs. P Correct. Which is why you go back to the fact that we know that this is just a big scam for the pharma companies to order, in order to make billions. And by the way, there's no checks and balances on it. Nobody goes to them and says, okay, what does it cost you to produce the vaccine? All right, now we're going to give you, we're going to give you $8 per vaccine. No, 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 that's not, that's not what happens. What they do is say, hey, here's your bill for $50 a vaccine. And by the way, who's paying the $50,000, dollars $50, per patient that dies to the hospitals and emergency uh, bonus funds? Who's paying that? Where does that money come from, Max? We know what's happening. We know that hospitals are being compensated for COVID patients. So who's paying that money? Who's paying it? I mean, think about people. this. The people. We can't go in and do an audit of an election because they said it costs too much money. But we can pay $50,000 to a hospital yeah. to kill a patient, to give them yeah. remdesivir, which killed 100% of the people in the trial. 100%. Excuse me. 100% of the animals in the trial died. 50% of the people in the trial died. Yeah. I'm over it. I mean, the, the federal government has purchased Pfizer's COVID pill. I forget, I forget what they, they call it, but it costs $530 per course. Yeah. Merck's COVID pill costs $700 per course. Yeah. Pfizer's pill is a protease inhibitor. Joe, do you know it's what ivermectin. is also a, a protease ivermectin. inhibitor? It's ivermectin. They're not, they're not the same, so, but so they why, have similar qualities. So, so why, why, if we know this is the case, do we tolerate it? Why as people do we tolerate it? And I'll tell you why we tolerate it, because the leaders haven't come out and said, enough is enough. This is a fraud on the American people. They're stealing from you. The government that I work well, for the leaders are is in on stealing it. from you. They're in on it. The leaders are in on it. Don't hold your breath on the so-called leaders blowing the whistle on this. The so-called leaders are in on it. And they're invested in it. They invest in the stock. Yeah, yeah. You, you Guys, seen Nancy listen. Pelosi last week on stock? No, I didn't. You see her being, they asked her what she thought about banning um, congressmen and congresswomen from buying stock. I'll see if I can pull the video 
it is the most awkward moment ever because you, you know that she's made her fortune buying and selling stock while in office. And she said, no, they have every right to buy stock. And, and in a way they do, right? In a way you do, should we prohibit them from buying or selling stocks? I don't know. I think that you need more disclosures. We need not quarterly. I think it should be monthly. Hell, even do it weekly. Because if you just have quarterly disclosures, the, the pump and dumps that we see a lot of times stemming from uh, congressmen and senators, it's over, right? It, fine. If Nancy Pelosi wants to sell stocks, I want to know the day after she makes her purchase order so I can make a similar purchase order. Because, Joe, you, you do, do that. that. I know. Uh, we, we get to find out quarterly. I, I believe it's quarterly. But if, after if we it's do already the next day, enough. yeah, after, it's our, after they've already sold it, right? If they release it, if they release their disclosure the next day after they make a significant purchase, whatever you set that number at, and everyone else buys the stock, well, I mean, they, they get rich, but we, we get rich too, right? So <laughs> then it's not insider trading. Then it's just, oh, uh, this is a great stock. Stock tips. But no, they keep it secret. You can't know about it until quarter after or the, the, the next quarter. And you got to take down my screen. I, I, I highly and recommend why? everyone read Donald Trump's full release. It takes Joe Biden to task for sure. Was well, there any more stuff that we need to go through on the? No, that was that was the it. That was, that was, that was. I mean, we 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 went through all of it. I mean, it, it feels like a, we're a broken record because we've been talking about this for a year. But this is like the year in review, and we're going to be doing years in review tomorrow, not today because there's a telethon, but tomorrow we'll start tomorrow morning with the first quarter, January, February, March. Yeah, he came to office January twentieth, but he did a lot in the last eleven days, ten days, whatever, May or in January. Um, he did, he did a lot in the last week and a half in January. So that's going to be quarter one. Then the evening tomorrow will be quarter two. The next day morning will be quarter three. And then we'll end right before New Year's. Talking about all of the crazy things Joe Biden has done over just the last three months. Can, I mean, the, the further we get into the stuff that we talk about critical race theory, and now that they're denying critical race theory doesn't exist, and they're saying that COVID's now, nobody's responsible now for COVID. I'm just trying to figure out how 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 much of a grasp the radical left has lost on the people in the United States. I mean, we cannot turn anywhere without showing the slow, rapid, or excuse me, the rapid uh, erosion of our country. Our education systems at the highest level, frankly, technology has passed them by. It's passed them by. These professors that get tenure at, at universities should be thrown out on their heads. They have no, they don't even know how to use a computer, Max. 20 years. They could, bar they could barely, some of them are 70 years old, still a, a thing, and they can't be fired because of tenure. That's absurd. Now critical race theory and gender fluidity and, oh, we got to make sure that we're taking care of transgender people. Get out of here. How about we just take care of everybody? And not, uh, not financially, but just be nice to people. Go back to law and order. It takes care of itself. If you do something to harm someone and hate, you go to jail for it. And it doesn't matter which side of the aisle you're on. And it doesn't matter what color you are. You punch a grandmother, a 98-year-old grandmother, you go to jail for 20 years. You don't go to jail for two years. You, you assault someone that's, 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 you know, some sort of, I'll call it special class, you go to jail. That's what you do. You go to jail. It's real easy. 
But no, instead, yeah, thank you. That's, no, no, I'm good, thank you. Uh, water, yes. Instead, we find ourselves knee-deep in the middle of this lack of accountability and slow erosion of everything in our society because chaos favors evil. And that's what we're dealing with is evil. You know, I talked about yesterday, Max, and I know we're running out of time, but I talked about yesterday of the radical left and how they just ring the bell, ring the bell, and create this, oh my gosh, there's a fire, there's a fire, and they get everyone else riled up. And so my attorneys call me, and I'm like, I'm not riled up, because here, I'll just go through and figure out what happened. I'll, I'll go through and figure out what happened, and I'll give it back to you. But we allow them to create chaos. We allow them to lie. We allow them to have free and open just take shots at us because we stay within these borders, which President Trump and others have called the, the borders of law and order. But there is no law and order. If there was, a lot of people would be in jail for this COVID deal. A lot of people. And we would have dropped the ban hammer on China and said, you guys owe us $5 trillion. Write us a check tomorrow or we're done dealing with you. And instead, we can't get supplies into the country and we're not holding responsible. So at least if we're going to suffer, let's suffer because we actually stand up for something that's right. We suffer the inconvenience because we're willing to do what's right. But our leaders don't do what's right. Our leaders don't care about the American people. We are an inconvenience to them. We are a piece on the chessboard that they're either trying to get around or kill. And they do the math equation, like, how much money is this guy putting in our pocket? All right, so let's not kill him. Let's just hurt him a little bit. That's what they do. And all we have to do is find out who our leaders are that are willing to stand up and stop talking and being Captain Obvious. Because that's what we have, Max. Captain Obvious all the time. Captain Obvious. It's obvious that Biden is going to not be able to do anything. It's obvious to me. It's obvious to everyone, isn't it? Is, it? is it not obvious? I feel like it's obvious. Well, our history, our history is full of moments that probably shouldn't have needed to happen, things that should have gone without saying. The, the entire Bill of Rights should go without saying. Right? They shouldn't have had to have put into the Bill of Rights that you have the right to worship whatever God you choose. That should have just been a given, right? But if you look through our history, we, we, have had, we, have, we as a people, conservatives, great Americans, have had to say the things that should go without saying. Because if you don't, as you said, evil thrives in chaos, there are evil interests looking to take us down to destroy the republic. So the things that you, you think, oh, uh, uh, everyone knows this. You got you to hammer it home. You got to hammer it home because the minute you stop, that's when they start slipping things in. The minute you stop talking about election fraud, that's when they go for HR1. The minute you stop talking about illegal immigration, that's when they start going into amnesty again. The minute you stop talking about the Second Amendment, that's when they start going for your gun rights. You see, they're all wait. They're cocked and loaded. They're, and we Ready have to, to be loaded as well. And we have to be willing to make sacrifices, people. You know, I got, somebody asked me if I'm going to get into the, the Jovan, uh, Dave Clements, or all the infighting that happens, and I always say no. And Everybody says, you need to pick a side. I did pick a side. I picked your side. I picked your side, and I gave up my company. I gave up my position, and I gave up my reputation because they're going to just slaughter me. I gave all that up. So don't tell me to pick a side because I'm picking a side. I picked my side. 
The line's very clear. Communists on this side, Americans on this side. I care about the Americans. I'll step over there. So when they start firing at us, I'll be at the front. I'll be the first one to take a bullet. You're welcome. But I'm not going to get into infighting that happens because, frankly, do I have an opinion? I do have an opinion. Do I make my opinion known always? No, I don't. Because the people are what matters. And frankly, getting the people to the place where they feel like we have leadership is important to me. And I keep trying to line everybody up and say, listen, that's the direction we need to go. Why are you guys over here piddle paddling and picking roses and flowers? And oh, yeah, let's. Yeah. Why? And, and, and you have people that are, that are in this fight talking about election fraud and talking about CRT and education and what's happening in our businesses. You have all these people talking about it. And then they're like, ah, oh, but we know this election was stolen. We know. But you know what? I'm going to run for office. The, the platform is, is if you run for office and you have stolen elections, you're not going to get elected. You're not getting elected. I don't care if it goes down to 10% approval rating in this country. They're going to steal elections. And you're like, oh, but now they know that we're stealing elections. Now they know that we know that they're stealing elections. So now they're not going to do it. They just did it in California and they did it in Virginia. You, they're not going to stop stealing elections. And stolen elections have consequences. So as people, we've got to go one direction. So I'm not firing at people to my left and my right until they turn that gun on me. You turn that gun on me, I'll show you how quick I fire. I'll show you how quick I fire. I stay loyal to the American people. I stay loyal to the side that people stand on. Now, you guys want to fight? You want to do all that stuff? Go ahead. I'm not going to do it because it's not the way I'm built. I have a target. Now, if the people on our side are truly involved, and I believe it, it's happening. We have enemies from within. We have tons of enemies from within. Tons. But you think I'm going to turn my, turn my back on any of these people on this side that frankly have their muskets facing that way? No, I'm not. I can't. It's not the way I'm built. I've seen it too often. I've seen this implode and allows that to explode. And that needs to go away. We need to stop that. So we have a problem with, with Biden. Biden's not our problem. Bard, Biden is not even the head of the snake. He's the puppet that the head of the snake is actually moving around and keeping us distracted. Sorry, Max. I have a lot to yeah. say. I've been gone for three or four days. So. Well, here's the good news. Yeah. You're going to be on camera for the next day. So it's, it's good to have a lot to talk about. Yeah. Otherwise, there'd be a lot of awkward silence. Yeah, there's not going to be a lot of, yeah. We, we, you know, so the, the FEC United Telethon, what time does it start? It starts in, uh, it starts now, right? It starts at 10, or as soon as this is over, we will move right into well, they're it. They're using so the we'll, studio, yeah. So yeah, we'll right come down, it. we'll come down. Guys, just so you listen, it starts right now. And um, we will have, uh, Stephanie will get on with me um, for a bit, and then I'll talk a little bit, and then Stephanie will come in. 10 minutes, so yeah, so we'll start in 10 minutes. I don't want to lose our audience that's here and say 10 minutes if it's not 10 minutes, so we just need a good time that it, it breaks. And guys, this is a telethon to raise $3 million for FEC United. That's what the telethon is. It is a 501c3, 100% of what you actually donate will be tax deductible. Um, we have a link that you can go to. We'll have a phone number that'll be up, the 888-441-1121 will be up, so you'll be able to call in and talk. We're going to have some special guests that show up um, that will be put on as well. It's going to be 24 hours of speaking. I won't be on the whole time, but I'll be on talking to you about um, the things that FEC was able to do. We'll have some people that talk about 
the fact that they ran for office and were able to see some amazing results as a result of running for office. So I think that uh, I think it's going to be great. Um, you know, whether you know whatever we do, raising a dollar, two dollars, ten dollars. Obviously, I want to get to that three million dollar number, but um, it's going to take all of you. And if we get everyone to chip in just a little bit, um, and maybe you know do a donation that's ongoing during the course of the year, I know that there's a lot of people that are out there saying, "Hey, listen, I I uh, uh, I want to give to everything, but I can't." You know, we're just trying to get to a place where we can expand FEC United across the country more thoroughly and hire people. We've got a boatload of volunteers. We have hundreds of volunteers um, that work in leadership in FEC. And then we have hundreds of thousands of, of people that are, that are members of FEC. Um, but we, we just need help. We've got to get to the place where we can, we can do things that um, allow us to expand our reach and our offices yeah. across the country. Well, we are out of time. So the telethon will be going up right after this. It takes a couple minutes to switch over everything because they use the same studio. So make sure you tune in for that. Um, but that's going to be it for this edition of the... And we're going to launch on Conservative Daily. So all of the di channels for Conservative yes. Daily will be on there. And it'll be the FEC telethon. And you can pop in and out and yes. make phone calls. We probably will cut the phone calls off at say, you know, a couple minutes, just because we'll have a lot of people on, but I encourage you all to call in. Um, we do take prayers, so if you do call in and you just want to say a prayer for our country, um, that's always good as well. Anything that is God-centered, I'm all about talking about. FEC stands for Faith, Education, and Commerce. We lead with God, yeah. and then we get to the other pillars of our community. Awesome, awesome. Well, that is it for this edition of the podcast. If you like the Conservative Daily Podcast, make sure you subscribe. I say it every time, but it's very important. The audio edition. We are climbing up in the rankings again. We hit number 48 in the country right before Christmas, so we need your help to get back there. So please do subscribe on Apple Podcasts or any of the other podcast um, links in the description. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, or Audible. Um, but especially Apple Podcasts, if you can leave us a five-star review, it will really, really help. Um, we go live 11 a.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday, so tune in for that. And if you want a little reminder, text the word FREEDOM, F-R-E-E-D-O-M, to 89517. And you'll get added to our text alert system. You get a notification telling you what we're talking about and then how, when, and where you can watch. That's it for this edition. Stay tuned for the FEC Telethon coming on after. My name is Max McGuire. And my name is Joe Oltman. Remember, everyone, the fight to take back our country isn't over yet, but the only way we win is if we all stand up and fight together.